welcome to Rage, you nerds. It's a hot patootie, bless our soul. We really love that rock and roll kind of night. You know, we have three out of three nerds, and that ain't bad. What I'm trying to say is tonight, for you, the nerddom, we'll do anything for love. But we won't do that. Uh, I am Mr. Cack, and I am joined like I am on Fridays by my brother Jared, our friend TJ, and you, the viewer at home. Uh, and also, if you believe in ghosts, probably ghosts. Uh, so, there you go. Or aliens. You know, maybe aliens. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. But we got stuff to talk about. Things have happened. Things are happening. Uh, and we're going to have us uh, some nerdy discussions revolving around them. We have way too many topics to cover all of it tonight. So, hey, let's just see where things go. Let's get a little wild. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared's muted. Uh, so... You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Uh, our Batman, our, uh, the, the bat and the cat, or the cat and the bat trailer, that's received some positive traction mm. on the old YouTubes. We've, we've done pretty nice with that one, so round of applause for us, boys. People All seem right. to generally, see, people liked our, liked, liked what we did if they commented. Uh, the people that didn't like our comment, or didn't like the stuff, didn't comment and just gave us thumbs down, so... Uh, but we have more thumbs up than thumbs down. Therefore, that's good. That's the we're the that's best. The we're the best ever to to talk about the bat and the cat trailer, or the cat mm -hmm. and the bat, however you want to say it. All right, so let's start. Uh, so today has been a shocking mess of uh, news revolving around celebrities that have passed away. Uh, so while my picture and my focus is going to be on Meatloaf. Uh, an artist that I love, uh, loved his character in Fight Club, loved his <laughs> random appearance in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, so while I love me some meatloaf, Louis Anderson also passed away. I don't have as much of a connection to Louis Anderson. Uh, I know a lot of his work starting out was in stand-up, uh, and then he's been in some stuff, of course. Uh, I like his character in um, Coming to America uh, yeah. as kind of just the irritated... Uh, uh, Mc, what was it? McDowell's? McDowell's, yeah. <laughs> the worker. So, I mean, <laughs> I appreciated him in that. Uh, he's also been recently in an FX series called Baskets uh, with Zach Galifianakis that apparently is pretty funny and hilarious as well. I'll have to check that out. But uh, and he, he hosted he hosted, <laughs> he hosted a Family Feud. I never got into his season of Family Feud. Uh, I, I'm more of a fan of the Steve Harvey years because Steve Harvey like really wore his disappointment on his face. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. But what were you going to say, TJ? I was going to say uh, uh, in in the show Baskets, I think he plays uh, Zach Galifianakis' mother. He does, yes. <laughs> in, in that, which is really funny because when I like, saw him, I'm like, that, that that's Lou Anderson. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I think they had a lot of fun with that. I think they had a lot of fun with that. Um, but Meatloaf, uh, I literally, uh, so one of my most favorite songs to just like randomly break out is I would do anything for love, uh, or I'd do anything for love. Uh, sorry. I, I, I every now and then want to use the proper gram, the, 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 the Queens English, the Queens, we, the Queens we don't like. do them contractions. Uh, but I do anything for love. Love it. Uh, let's see. We have us a comment from the Facebook. Renee says, this makes me want to go watch another live Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, bless our soul. Um, that's really the only place I know Meat Meatloaf from. Well, go watch Fight Club because his name was Robert <laughs> Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> this is Bob. Bob has bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, number one rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. True, that's true. So we can't talk about this. <laughs> but yeah, him and yeah. Ed Norton, him and Ed Norton going toe to toe uh, when Ed first introduces us to uh, Bob. <laughs> was, yeah, Bob. <laughs> Bob just was looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. Uh, and affectionately gave that man a bear hug that would have killed him if he held on any longer. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I spent I spent before the show listening to um, the hot the the uh, hot patootie from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, I sang "I Would Do Anything for Love" to my wife 
um, <laughs> to her chagrin. Uh, and <laughs> and then before this, because I saw someone on my Facebook mention um, two out of three ain't bad, I was like, you know what? I, I don't think I've listened to that song recently. Well, let me give that a, a you know, it's it's a, it's a different side of his voice, and I think that's pretty awesome that he had range to his voice. It wasn't just like what Very I visualize in my head, which is the picture of him from like – Anything revolving bat around, bat out of hell, where it's just like the nappy, sweat-soaked, yeah. long hair, <laughs> screaming, suspenders holding on for dear life. Uh, the man had energy. Is is, is probably the <clears throat> best way to describe someone nicknamed Meatloaf because he stepped on his coach's foot, uh, and that's the nickname he earned from the ire of his coach. <laughs> Get well, off you know my toe. I- What's so you know, yeah, yeah, he, he definitely had energy, and that's what I really liked about him, too. But I mean, a lot of people I don't think ever talk about what a vocal range he had and how you know it's comparable up there to people like Freddie Mercury. You you would you would never think in that the same category, Freddie Mercury, meatloaf, but the guy had a set of pipes and could belt it out. I mean, just listen to the 30 minute song. I'd do anything for love. I mean, he hits, <laughs> he hits several ranges in that alone. Uh, <laughs> as I do my best to try to impersonate him every time I listen to that song. You know what's what's gets me about this is, like, I was introduced to Meatloaf, like, his music through a friend of mine growing up. Like, I'd never heard of him. And... You know, I heard that song was like, oh, my gosh, this is like really good. And of course, I listened to like when I found out today, I I just immediately first thing this morning when I clocked into work, I pulled out my phone and then I just put Bad Out of Hell on and just sit there and listen to it while I was working. And then went to Bad Out of Hell, too, and got about two songs into it. But by that point, two songs into Bad Out of Hell, too, 45 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's practically an hour so. Um but yeah, so the first like thing I actually bought of his, it was a it was a cassette single for that song. I would do any I would do anything for love. And like on the other side, this is how young I was. <laughs> um and I'm making myself look like an idiot for saying this. So 2 out of 3 ain't bad was the the b-side of that single and it was a live version but i i didn't realize it said live because it's l-i-v-e so i thought it was live so i'm like (laughs) two out of three ain't bad live you know like it wasn't it was advice yeah it was advice (laughs) it's a positive messaging (laughs) it's just a positive message two out of three ain't bad live the thing about meatloaf is like he is such i mean he an amazing vocalist probably one of the best vocalists you'll ever hear. And, but like his music and his style and what he was, was like, he was kind of, he didn't really fit into the metal genre or any other kind of genre. It seemed like, because there was that opera kind of feel about it. Like that musical feel with his music. So, yeah, I mean it's just a, I mean it's just kind of a, kind of a downer of a day today. It was. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm adding a bunch of uh, meatloaf stuff right now in my Amazon Music, so I can listen because I feel like a TikTok is in order. Renee's been chatting it up. Renee says, "LOL, what's a cassette?" <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she also, she's here. Renee also threw out the fact that. Um, that the news was saying that the the meatloaf name come from, came from him being a big baby uh, and his dad saying like put meat on his crib at the hospital or something like that. Listen, I hope in my heart of heart, meatloaf gave like twenty different reasons for why yeah. he was nicknamed meatloaf. <laughs> yes. and now we will never have a solid <clears throat> no, answer never know. because that that would be like the uh, honestly now I want to do that in in the year in like however many years or hopefully decades i have left i i hope i can like all right so 
This is now the nickname I'm coming up with. I'm going to give 25 explanations for it. Uh, and when I die, I'll leave in my last will and testament that these five people have to come talk at my funeral and they have to describe why, I'm, why my nickname <laughs> is the <laughs> way it is. Uh, and and I'll, I'll make sure it's five people that didn't get the same story. So it's just going to be confusing at my funeral. Uh, and that will be my last gift to the world uh, as I look on from the afterlife and say, you bastards. Um, all right. So... Sad day. Uh, it really was a weird day in the news cycle where it seemed like first the meatloaf shockwave, then Louie Anderson. Uh, and recently, earlier in the week, there was someone that was uh, that was on the Moon Knight uh, series who had passed away at a young age. I believe he was 34. Uh, he played the he played the young version of um, Hannibal Lecter in uh, Hannibal Rising, the third film, the, the oh, prequel yeah, film. Okay. Yeah, so he he recently passed away. So it was it's tough. It's it's a bit tough. And then like you then add that on to the fact that uh you know here recently we've lost Sidney Poitier, Betty White, Bob Saget. It just seems like a cavalcade uh, of names that we know from. Let's not forget John Madden, man. John Madden. Oh, uh, just seems Jeez. like it. Just seems like it's a continuous thing. I mean, like people pass away. I mean, that's an understandable thing of life. But it's just crazy how it seems to be like. I don't know. It's just, I guess, it's a testament of how old we're getting. Is that we recognize the names more now, and it's more impactful because, it's like, oh yeah, I grew up watching that, or I listened to that song every chance I get that came from this man, um, or <laughs> I remember that he was the mother on Baskets. <laughs> sadly, the his. biggest. I was gonna say, sadly, the biggest memory I have of Louis Anderson isn't actually of Louis Anderson. It's from Mad TV sketch. Uh, a couple sketches where Will Sasso does his Louis Anderson impersonation while hosting Family Feud, uh, and it's just this intolerable, fed up, hates his life. <laughs> Willie uh, Louis Anderson character. Like, That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Is it on the board? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Funny enough, is like I remember his Family Feud more than. Like uh, the guy from Tool Time. I was gonna or... say, do you remember when uh, the friend of Al Borland was Al was Borland? The... His name more like he's boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember, yeah, I remember his Family Feud more than I do. Uh, the only reason, like Steve Harvey, is because it's all over YouTube. Yeah, Since YouTube became yeah. a thing. It's like. <laughs> Every time, it's like I, I wonder if they get people to say certain things just so he could be like, "You're gonna be on YouTube." <laughs> you know, honestly, probably, but I, I, I want it to that feel works. more. I want it to feel more natural than maybe what it actually is because everything that's on TV is scripted. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> just let's just be let's just be honest and transparent. As as Spoiler former alert, as Heard former it here first, kids. As former people that were supported by the Wendy Williams show, no actual reality TV actually happens. Uh, it's all scripted. <laughs> uh, all right. But, yeah, so love you, Meatloaf and Louie and everyone, you know. <clears throat> everyone who's died, we love you. So now we're going on to some good news. Some good news. A Christmas story is getting a sequel. Ralphie, as an adult, he's going he's gonna to hopefully explain what fudge meant to us. Um boys are you excited about a nearly 40 year old sequel in the making uh and are you excited to see i mean i guess it's going to be i mean it's essentially a mod it has to be essentially a modern day uh interpretation of now ralphie as the father figure of his house and kind of how his christmas story plays out with i assume his children <clears throat> i that would be the most logical scenario because i think uh the the person who played his dad is no longer living um i think his mom is um, but no, I, I, I can, I could see that as a, uh, a likely scenario for this. <clears throat> am I happy? Hell yes, I am happy because this is like, with the exception of this last Christmas and I, and I did watch it, I did watch the movie, but like, so this, this has been a Jared tradition for the last probably 10 years, Christmas day. Um, so my son's at his mom's house and so TBS will always air 24 hours of a Christmas story. So my, t my my TV stays on TBS all day long. And sometimes the one in the living room and the one in my bedroom, and it's always on. So I'm doing things throughout the day, <clears throat> and it may take me eight hours to do it, but eventually 
I watched the whole movie and it's, it's, it's just been one of my kind of personal things. And I, I kind of, I changed it up this last year, just on a whim and where I was at, they were like, you want to watch a Christmas story? And I was like, I think we have to, because <laughs> it's Christmas day. And this is a tradition, uh, my tradition. So, um, again, and we say this a lot on this show on paper and at face value, it looks really good. They can't screw it up, though. This is one you can't screw up. I'm optimistic about a lot of other things, and I'm excited about this, but I just have a feeling they're going to screw it up. And I say that a lot, too. And I'm, I've been proven wrong a lot on them, too. I'm like, hey, nicely done, nicely done. I don't know how you do this, though. I mean, again, the logical scenario is him as the father figure, maybe with a wife, maybe remembering some of the things he did. You got to get Randy in there too. Um, but uh, I, I, that's the only way that I could see it playing out is like, and the, I don't think the narrator could be him. I think it would have to be his son and he would take over that father role. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm interested to see it, but gosh darn it. I just, I feel like they're going to screw it up. Eh, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Breaking news. <laughs> Uh, TJ, how you feeling about a Christmas story 40 years later? So, I was never really a fan of a Christmas story, mainly because it was on TBS all day long on Christmas Day. Uh, they did do a direct-to-DVD sequel that didn't star any of the original cast, so this will be the actual official sequel that stars... I didn't even realize they had a fake sequel. Oh, yeah, it's Christmas Story 2. Ugh. And, yeah. So, but uh, I went ahead and went on IMDb just because, what the hell, right? <laughs> and the movie is titled A Christmas Story Christmas. <laughs> but I'm sure that well, title will vague. change. I'm sure that title will change. And the description, it says, follows Ralphie, now adult, who returns to the house on Cleveland Street to give his kids a magical Christmas like the one he had as a child, reconnecting with childhood friends and reconciling the passing of his old man. Okay. That's the synopsis. Of course, I doubt this is anything official. It's pre-production and it's IMDb. So take it with a grain of salt. I mean, we could see an action movie. Probably no. <laughs> we, Ralphie could be in the CIA. Ralphie, and Ralphie like, finally gets his Red Rider. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's is like a good use. Red Rider fully automatic assault weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to shoot all your eyes out. <laughs> that, that's, that's the, the catch, Christmas that's story the catch line I too. See. That's, that's the, the catch line too. As he puts on some shades, I'm here to shoot all your eyes out. Yeah. Just that's and the then, Christmas story sequel I want to see. Like, Ralphie growing up and just being a complete and utter badass because of his old man. <laughs> it's just, it eventually ties or into... Or a borderline alcoholic. It, yeah. it eventually ties into Batman, or not Batman, Fat Man, uh, starring yeah. Mel Gibson. Like, their their point, like, we... It's like, oh my gosh, it's a crossover! <laughs> and it's like, Mel Gibson, <laughs> Santa appears, like, let's shoot all their eyes out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... <laughs> Did you ever watch it, by the way? I haven't, but I, I think <clears throat> I think I'm... I, I want to. I you guys did make it sound so awesome, and I've even explained it to other people, and like, that sounds really cool. I'm gonna watch that. I'm like, yeah, you should. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but <laughs> but Jared and TJ loved it. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. well, cool. We're yeah. hard on movies, so if we like one, then yeah. I mean, that, I, mean I was honestly good. surprised. I thought I was feeding you guys crap, so I'm glad it turned out well. <laughs> Speaking of feeding crap, the Aristocats are getting a live action adaptation. Uh, hopefully we will get, cause I've heard someone, like someone asked on like Facebook, um, ah, Whitley Gibson. Uh, thank you so much, Whitley. Uh, she asked on the article we shared on our uh, Facebook page. Uh, she's, she's like, how are they going to like do the cats like falling through the roof while playing instruments? And I had to fight every urge of my body. Like they're probably going to do it like cats, right? They're, we're going to see a lot of very oddly human looking cats and it's going to be atrocious and we'll eventually, weeks after being asked for, why did they blur out the cat buttholes? Give us the cat butthole cut. <laughs> we want the cat that. ass cut. We want the cat ass cut. Before we get the ears cut, I <clears throat> want the cat ass cut of cats. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Meow. Uh, so, boys, Disney is going to Disney. 
Uh, do you, do you, one, do you remember, did you ever see the original Aristocats and are you anywhere interested, uh, in seeing a, uh, a live action adaptation? TJ, I went first last time, so I'll let you start. Okay. So on your little, uh, notes that you sent out when I saw it, I saw, I thought it said the Aristocrats. <laughs> it's going to be and a big I, dirty joke. You went Bob Saget <laughs> joke. <laughs> and I went Bob Saget joke and I'm like, no, God, no, no nobody wants to see no. that. Nobody wants to see that. Um, so I never watched the Aristocats. I imagine it's going to be like cats. Uh, and I have no interest in seeing this. You know what's frustrating? Oh, you know what's frustrating is they're going to make the cats just CGI cats, and they'll give them voices or whatever. But like, then what's the point of doing it live action so we can have the old lady that like houses the cats like? Okay, the old lady and the villain guy. All right, the two humans in the story get to be actual humans. Live action adaptation, House of Mouse. Jared, <laughs> does, does any of this make sense? You're muted. Well, <laughs> I, and hold, and hold. Well, it makes sense in the fact that Disney's going to do Disney. I have never seen this, but what I remember... Um, I don't remember Homeward Bound maybe anyways back in the days of VHS go to our YouTube tutorial for what a VHS <laughs> is which I'm still going to do one of these days Um, back I think it was Homeward Bound so <laughs> there used to be on these cassettes kids uh, previews of other movies and uh, I, I distinctly remember one of them being the Aristocats and like, I always liked watching the previews before a Disney movie. But, like, that's the one I would fast forward through. I was like, I don't like this. This is dumb. So uh, I've actually never seen this. Uh, and I feel like I feel like I should have known, you know, if it was popular enough to get a live action, you know, reboot. Not a reboot, but a live action. Um, I can't think of the words I'm trying to think of. Adaptation? Uh, adaptation. There we go. Uh so I don't know. I, I'm I'm not keen on this, but Disney's going to do what Disney wants to do. It's probably going to be crap. It's probably going to be like cats. Um, no buttholes. Uh, Damn. But I, I I don't know. I just it's at what point Disney Disney. I'm talking to you now, Disney. At what point do you say, you know what? Why don't we just write a new movie about something? You know, it's like what got what executive at Disney is like. Getting into the vault there, dusting off the old thing. It's like, huh, the Aristocats. Wait just a damn minute here. What this thing needs is a live action adaptation. And then that's not even the, and I will always say, anytime an executive makes a decision, that's not just the problem. There's 10 other people in the room that have to go, yes, exactly. Let's do that. I don't like this. <laughs> that's just, thing. I mean, I, and I, I rarely like, original to live action if it's a cartoon kind of thing which is not to say there haven't been some good ones maybe i can't name one but um uh it's a no for me it's a no uh renee says don't think i'm going to like that i think i'm going to be scarred from this movie wouldn't it be surreal if they had shot betty white for the cat mom not sure if the casting list is out yet that'd be cool but nah, yeah okay it's not it's going to be some other old lady uh, that, uh, one but girl I mean, like, is, this is now show. where we're at, right? Uh, Little Mermaid is getting made live action. That's already in production. So now we've hit like the the next tier of of Disney movies because Beauty and the Beast has live action. Little Mermaid's about to have live action. Uh, there's a hundred and one Dalmatians variant that has a live action. Lion uh, King, Aladdin, Lion King. Which I mean, I hate saying live action for shows that aren't going to be actual live action. It's just right. It's going to be CGI for the most part because the, the damn Lions main characters are cats. <laughs> they're cats. <laughs> they're they're the bad guy is a human. So live action is literally just this old codger that hates cats and the scenery. So like the setting is is real life, but like is that truly a live action adaptation? Like I don't know, man. Uh but what I encourage you to do instead of watching whatever this is going to be, Go watch Encanto. I really like it. My daughters made me watch it at least 30 times. 30 and or 3? 30. And sur probably 33. And Surface Pressure is the best song on there. Not no, not We Don't Talk About Bruno. It's Surface Pressure. That's the best song. All right. So next. 
I'm sorry, Jared, you, you mentioned Homeward Bound, and I just had flashbacks to my childhood. I love that movie. Made me cry. Uh, well, don't don't I think I think that's one of those movies that you don't look up the the trivia on because I think there might be like some animal abuse stuff involved with the oh, of that movie. Oh, I'm sure there probably was, but damn. we don't we don't talk about that. We don't talk when about Shadow that. when Shadow gets stuck in that hole and Chance <laughs> is trying to get him out and he can't crawl up there. And it, yeah, yeah. Oh, what happens when your friend gets in a hole? You can't run down there with him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's a Letter Kenny reference. Uh, speaking of references, Godzilla. It's <laughs> not a reference. Um, but Godzilla is probably getting a series that's coming to Apple TV. So aside from the annoyance of it being on Apple TV and not something I already currently subscribe to, uh, <laughs> and Apple TV has like one hot series I like like every every season. So Apple TV kind of gets on my nerves. Home of Ted Lasso, really like that. Home of Servant. If you haven't seen that, it's a very interesting. Uh mystery thriller drama type thing uh but it does have some subject matter that may upset you on a very deeply on a very deep level uh, uh especially if you're a parent um but godzilla a series boys are you interested in seeing the big giant lizard have a series which means it's going to be mostly about the humans that are introduced in it but godzilla i'm going to go first on this one no because here's what's going to happen <clears throat> excuse me uh okay so you you can't have a Godzilla series where it's like Power Rangers, where every week they destroy Angel Grove. And it somehow <laughs> gets rebuilt in a week, and then next week they destroy Angel Grove or whatever dune pit they're in. So in order for this to be a series, I have uh, – there's one thing that's going to take place without a doubt, and that is a lot of this. A lot of this right here. And then – Maybe a little bit of action. It's going to be a, a a real deep dive into where he came from, why he's here, how he came. Godzilla is probably not going to step on a whole lot of stuff. It, and and again, I don't know what they're going to do. But like, how do you make it a series? Oh, and he destroyed downtown Los Angeles. Next week, what does he do? Walk to Phoenix and destroy downtown Phoenix. And does it have to be downtown? You know, I I just think there are too many variables with having Godzilla in there every week. I think it's going to be a real talkative kind of thing. I don't see it being exciting, but in order to work, they're going to have to have some element of excitement. I just don't see how you do it and sustain it as a series. TJ, what do you think? I agree with Renee. There are just too many streaming or subscription services. <laughs> yep, yep. <clears throat> okay, so uh, this is one I'd almost have to wait till it comes out and see because part of me thinks are they really going to spend the money and do like the cg like godzilla and make it look as good as it does in the movies or are they gonna is it gonna be like what jared said you know based around the people and a lot of talking and a lot of stuff but like show clips from the movies essentially maybe like deleted scenes that they'd unfinished oh. scenes or something from the movies that they can throw in there to save money. I don't know. It's <laughs> that that's just that sounds like a really expensive series to make. Right? But of course it's Apple. They have, you know, more money than anything. So, Apple, that's that company that makes them cell phones, isn't it? Yeah, well, they make everything, Jared. <laughs> I kind of hope it's like The Office. It's just like all right, so like you know, you know, we're just here, you know, we're like just doing daily stuff. Uh, up, oh, up, oh, Godzilla's in town again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's like uh, okay, guys, Christmas party. Well, sh well, shit, Mothra's attacking. All right, everyone to the basement. Everyone, to the basement. Uh, you know, then I actually will care because it's funny. But I mean, I think that's also essentially the NBC series that was out a couple, like I think last year, called Powerless, where it yeah. was like daily office workers while superheroes are doing stuff, uh, and it's just like, yeah, okay. But yeah, no, I, I, I really don't know how it's going to be like, they have to stretch it out. It's going to be eight episodes of Godzilla's coming. Also, here's a love story. Also, here's a betrayal. Also the father. Uh, and then now Godzilla's here and he's destroyed stuff or he saved I, us while destroying stuff. Yeah. I think that has to be the, the, the end result regardless, like where, because you can't have him destroy a city every episode. Can you? 
I hope so. I hope so. Boy, me too. And as a matter of fact, I hope they they nix the CGI altogether. And they go straight up old school Power Rangers, get two guys dressed in suits and out there throwing each other on top of however they made those models with whatever. One of the greatest. Did you ever know that on Power? Nobody died. It's like at the end of it, it's like, well, guess we'll go back to school on Monday. (laughs) Hey, that building may have crushed our friends. But I have a math test on Thursday. So. You realize there are very few of the same people. That's true. Every episode. Yeah. That's a good so. point. Maybe they did die, but they're still happy to go back to school. You know. Well, this math test point. isn't going to take itself, Jared. Yeah. Oh, Billy, Kids sitting you in nerd. school, it's like, why won't Lord Zed just attack already? I don't want to take the midterm. <laughs> it's like, it's like, all right, class, it's three o'clock. Everyone, please leave the building. As you know, this is the time when the giant monsters and the robots start fighting. Uh, we've had to cut most extracurricular activities, <laughs> except for martial arts. For some reason, the school board is strongly on board. Got, got a bunch of funding for martial arts. It's strange. Letting, letting the kids that only dress in a specific color every day that we're not allowed to accuse to be a gang because that's offensive. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. You know, Angel you'd think, Grove. though, if they didn't want Angel Grove to be destroyed, they'd build it better. You'd think if they just leave. You'd think they just leave. Why don't we take Angel Grove and move it over here? Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think like Angel Grove is like a... Um, it's like a suburb of like a bigger city and all this stuff happens in the bigger city. And that's why you never hear anything about it or why, you know, Oh my gosh, they destroyed downtown Los Angeles again and keeps getting destroyed. But Angel Grove is fine. That's where I, these I, kids come cool. from. Okay. I, We're over here in Angel Grove. I don't know if I'm making this up, but I feel like Angel Grove was depicted as like a small Island. So it's all encapsulated. And that's why they don't ever have to explain why like no one else is panicking and sending the military in. For, right. <laughs> for constant weekly interruptions of cataclysmic scale and why an angry lady on the moon keeps sending clay creatures to fight us and a gold damn monkey with wings. Goldar. That's a good point. I mean, all legitimate points. I, I, <sighs> you know there's someone in like, that was sitting in the Pentagon's like, we should just nuke the town, right? like like, there's no need to keep letting clearly there's something wrong there we built the town we built the town we 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 moved the tombstones but didn't move the bodies and we built the town you kidding me i bet in the pentagon they're like well listen angel grove is so secluded and they only attack there so unless you know People can just move away. We have nothing to worry about. You know what? Honestly, let's be realer, realer. Why wasn't the military trying to come and be like, all right, we need the five teens dressed in singular colors for <laughs> reasons of national security. Like, yeah. like, like we're going to send Power the Power Rangers, Rangers to the I Middle wanna... East. <laughs> That's all the right. Power Rangers movie I want to see. We're going to have to write this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there is a, uh, um, I think it's called like Legend of the White Dragon or something. Or the, it's basically okay. it's like a Power Rangers type movie mm. with the oh shit Tommy the guy who plays Tommy yeah yeah a, yeah he he's, yeah. he wants he did an edgy one he or he, yeah he, he so really basically the only reason they're not calling it like Power Rangers is because they can't get the name for Power Rangers oh yeah Bandai but, threw the crap out of them yeah um, um uh, Renee says but what if they go so this is for Godzilla but what if they go back in time where there aren't any cities like a really ancient world or something. Eh, sure, whatever. I'd rather see a bunch of monsters constantly fight and like one human be like... They don't have computers back then. They can't what? do research. But then like one human that's just like, the hell's going on? <laughs> Something's <laughs> just, wrong. It's just John C. Riley's character from Kong just constantly <laughs> like, the hell? <laughs> just... Honestly, I can only see this thing playing out like a movie span over eight episodes. So like the first episode, you're, I mean, you're going to see a lot of like talking. You're going to see a lot of like the research facilities and them studying creatures or something and Godzilla and tracking Godzilla. And then finally, like the last episode, last two episodes, he, he you're going to see out. Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's when the cities are going to get destroyed. He's going to destroy L.A. and then march down to Phoenix. So, um, and then a little rock. Uh, Renee says, "Did y'all ever see the fan creation with Kate Sackoff in it a few years back? It went into a more grim, dark version of the Power Rangers movie. Was that the not. one with uh, Tommy? 
I think so, but I think I know what the one she's talking about. Hey, listen, clearly because we are all now in our 30s, 40s, we want to see a dark version of the Power Rangers because that's just where we're at in our life. Uh, we don't need these preppy, happy high school kids anymore. We want to see the edge. But not that edge that they gave us in the most recent rebooted Power Ranger movies where it's like, my mom's not listening to me. <sighs> oh, my God, we got powers? Oh, we're flying, dude, dude. <laughs> like, shut Whoa, up. man. I hate you. I, I was rooting for Rita. <laughs> like, just kill him. Just that's, kill a, him that's a country song, by the way, rooting for Rita. Rooting for Rita. Rooting for Rita in all the wrong places. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was like, nah. <laughs> all right, let's. What else we got? Batman! Nearly three hours long! So, if you don't take into consideration the credits running for this film, the Batman is going to be two hours, 47 minutes. If you add in the credits, it is two hours, 55 or 56 minutes. That's a lot of credits. This is the longest Bat movie ever, and I believe it is the, well, if you don't count the Snyder Cut, uh, the longest comic book hero movie ever. Because I think Endgame was close to three hours, but this, I think, beats it if you count the credit time. Okay. Cool. Are you um, excited? Is this too long? There's a lot of articles saying, a punishingly long Batman how will the audience do it? You're gonna watch a movie for three hours? Like, I don't know why it became Bobcat Gold. You're gonna watch <laughs> movie. <laughs> uh, uh, but TJ, uh, yes or no. Jared? Oh, yeah. Well, well, yep, yep. <laughs> Go ahead, DJ. I went first last time. I'm sorry. I was just fascinated by your Bobcat Gold way. <laughs> Which one? Welcome. Mine or his? Both at the same time sounded exactly like him. It was amazing. So. <laughs> Um, three hours for a Batman movie? Yes, please. <laughs> oh, why the hell not? I mean, you get three hours for a freaking Spider-Man movie. You know, I no. if it's if it is as good as the third trailer made it seem, it's going to be worth every minute. But if it's like Godzilla to where you, you know, three hours long and you only see Godzilla for the past 15 minutes, then I'm going to be upset. But hell yeah, I'm definitely in three hours. Sure, that's a small price to pay for another Batman movie. What's that, TJ? The third trailer? Are you referencing the cat and the bat? Well, we did a trailer re reaction of that on the YouTube. Check it out. It's got views. You can view it and like it and comment. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Got a plug in. <laughs> Got a plug in. Uh, Jared, three hours. You in, you out. Is that too long? Is that too good? Uh, are you going to have to pee? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole point about the pause button, which you can't do in theaters, by the way. They get really <laughs> mad. Um, no, yes. Uh, I, I think that uh, I think we're used to three hour movies by now with Lord of the Rings, with some of the uh, the new Star Wars and the newer Star Wars. I think we're used to long movies at this point. I'm okay with it as long as it doesn't suck. Again, with TJ, um, if it is as good as the trailer portrays it to be, I'll sit there for five hours if it tells a good story. Um, and it's as action-packed as I hope it is, and all the intangibles and whatnot are there. So, no, I don't think this is – I don't think this is uh, – I mean, it's long, <laughs> but I don't – we can do this. This is this is no big deal. We've done it before. We've. I mean, you look at the Lord of the Rings. You get like, if you watch the extended cut version of all three back to back, you're sitting in one place for like sixteen hours. So I think we can all get it together uh, for one three hour Batman movie, the longest Batman movie. I mean, haven't we all wanted the longest Batman movie? Even the Christian Bell movies, uh, Dark Knight was close to three hours. I don't, I can't remember where Dark. Yeah, Knight yeah. Was. Uh, Dark Knight, Dark Knight was the second longest. Dark Knight Rises was actually longer. Oh, okay, all right, all right. But still, I mean, I can sit through that because it's done so well. I don't even know I've been sitting there for three hours, you know. And I feel like if they do it in that regard, if they do it well enough, you're not going to feel like you're sitting there three hours. It's just going to be a movie, and when it's over, you're going to be like, "Holy crap, I want to watch it again." even though it's three hours long, because you're not thinking about three hours. You're thinking about it. That was awesome. So, yeah, uh, that's fine, as long as it doesn't suck, and I'm good. Yeah, so uh, like Jared, like TJ both said, 
literally there's a saying time flies when you're having fun if it's a good film has good pacing has an interesting engaging story you're not going to notice that it's three hours unless you're already off put by the fact that you're watching batman which why'd you go to the movie like i don't understand Uh, if it's crap then like even 30 minute episodes can feel like it's taking forever in Uh a day to complete so i mean yeah it's all going to come down to to how much you're invested in it and how well everything's going with the story and pacing um but i'm always a fan of super long movies because i am someone that knows i will have to pee at some point in the middle of the film and you can always feel out on a long movie when you're about to hit all right there's about to be a point here where two people are going to talk and i don't give two tiddly shits about what that regression is going to be I'm a go pee. <laughs> like, and then I'll come back and uh, Reno will be like, here's what you missed. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, it no. doesn't matter. I'll Wikipedia that. And if it's not included in the write up, guess what? It was not important enough to, to feel like I've missed it. My pee was better. And, and now I don't have a UTI. Um, Albuterol Man says, hello, boyos. I'll be there for three hours of my life. No problem. And then right. Renee says, wait. So it being a longer movie is why it got its name. Why it got its name? Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, the movie time. Oh, yeah, Renee. Ah, uh-huh, Renee. She's uh, the clever one that Renee is. And then Hal says, uh, put a catheter in. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that, that's not how the PP works. <laughs> it's an uh, exit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I have maybe one. Oh, yeah. One more thing, and then we'll hit us a breaky break. Breaky break. Uh, King of the Hills getting a revival, boys. <laughs> what out, the, admittedly, the first sad thing is... I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Luann's character uh, because Brittany Murphy passed away um, yes. and her voice is iconic with that role. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do with that in the revival. I'm fine with any route they go, whether it's the character passes away or moves away. It's going to be dicey if they recast. They probably yeah. will, but it is what it is. But boys, are we excited that King of the Hill is coming back? I am actually TJ just cra- oh oh I know what he's doing oh, I don't have one that's all oh. right. okay. <laughs> I've already I've already popped mine too mm. yep 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 <laughs> you gotta you gotta make the exaggerated drink <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah so uh I am I am exciting because I want to know what's going on at Strickland Propane over the last however many years that we don't know what's going on because. Uh, propane is life propane is goodness and i have to know if that little town in texas um is still doing good because hank hill is selling all the propane kathy najimi too also uh one of the witches from hocus pocus if you've never seen that one go check it out she's done some other things <clears throat> she was in sister act but she was uh oh gosh she was in sister act yeah yep uh what's mom's character on uh peggy 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 how did i forget that anyway uh no i, I I I kind of yeah I'm definitely interested to see because this is one of the shows where you can pick up where you left off or do something completely different but kind of keep it the same modernize it a little bit make it ten years later or make it where it is now. What I'm really curious is to see how the squad there uh, do they keep it together with Boomhauer and you know the rest of them. Um, I think we all miss that and need a little bit of that in our lives, don't we? Wouldn't yeah. Because, I mean, because this was a really like, yeah, it took place in Texas, but like when you watched King of the Hill, it was just a really like a American story, and um, you know, didn't it just have that kind of Southern America? You know, like we all kind of feel this way, and it, yeah, it's just <clears throat> it was good. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for Hank to be upset about everything I'm currently upset with about the day and age we live in. Well, see, what, that's the other what thing the too. Hell is. that's that's what i hope they do is i hope you know like these some of these cartoons were unlike the simpsons the simpsons were modernized and you know from where you know the parents weren't born in the 70s they were born in the 80s and then they were born in the 90s or some shit yeah and then you know so it's, it's very very modernized how they've kind of progressed you know it's still the simpsons but you know season 
one, they're not, you know, playing around on cell phones, talking about computers and all this other stuff. But I, I kind of wonder if they're going to if they're going to do that. They almost have to. For their, for this series, yeah. for this yeah. reboot or continuation of it. And are they going to actually like let the kids be grown up at this point? I hope because not. They did. I love Bobby as a kid. Because they did at some point, like they, you know, had like birthdays and then like Bobby's friend, uh, Dale's son, whatever his name was. Really went through puberty. Yeah. You know, they, they did a lot of stuff like that. And so part of me hopes that, you know, they, I, I really hope they, they keep it the same, but, you know, still kind of modernize it. And that way you get a lot. What the hell? Damn it, Bobby. You know, just. I don't Stuff want a with gosh like, dang JPEG. I want a gosh dang hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> that's something he would say. That is something he would say. Isn't it was, it? <laughs> What's a JPEG? I wanted mustard. I want a gosh dang hot dog. Hot dog. Hot. That's a, that's actually a sound <laughs> that is trending on TikTok. So good luck. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to do one of those too. I don't know. I don't know. I am so excited to be here. But if you're also excited to be here, like, comment, subscribe, follow, smash dingies, love, kiss us, tell us that we're beautiful in the comments. Uh, if you don't tell us that we're beautiful, Angel Grove will be destroyed by a monster. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, bound to happen anyway. <laughs> them, them teenagers wearing the same colors is out there again. Fighting the monsters. All right. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna give you... I'm going to throw this out there because I don't know people's work schedule. Boys, we can call it an early night or we can have a discussion on a nerd hot take. What's the nerd hot take first? Uh, So let me pull one out right quick. Uh, so I go back to our list that we started on last week. And the hot take I would throw out there would be... Um, ba -ba 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 -ba, where is it? Uh, Fast and the Furious is the best movie franchise ever. <laughs> I say we call it a night. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the hot take we need is just us laughing. <laughs> <laughs> One of those uncontrollable 15-minute barrel roll laugh kind of deals. Or, or like, uh, or like uh, in Ace Ventura 2 when, uh, when nature – or uh, yeah, when nature calls. Is that the second one or is that the first one? That's, that's the first second one. one. Second one. Second one. Second one. Yeah, I think the first one was Ace Ventura Pet Detectives, and that was it. Um, anyways, this, this is the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> Chicago When he gets shot in the legs with the L's Ah Ah <laughs> I like oh. the uh, I like the, the, the shadow things and it's like <laughs> no, I'll tell you so the rhino scene of course everyone that saw oh, that yeah. movie remembers the rhino scene but like the low-key funny scene that I always forget until someone reminds me is when he, it's like at the near the I think it's like almost at the end point uh and and he's like rolling around in the big four-year era and he's like Quick, turn off the light! And he like jumps yeah. on the couch. <laughs> Hurry! Fast! He'll notice! <laughs> I think there actually is one on here. There is a hot take that is um oh gosh, it's about Jim Carrey. Or maybe it's about Adam Sandler. Like there, Same there's, guy. A, there's a there's a lot of a lot of people getting crapped on in this in this thing. Oh man, there's one about die hard. That I really want to do with y'all one day. But not today, because I feel like you need more time to talk about it. This has been Rage You Nerds. Jared, TJ, thank you guys so much uh, for joining me. Uh, thank you all so much for being here. Renee said that um, her dad actually lived down the road from Squidward's girlfriend. So there you go. There's oh, a fun okay. Fact. There's a fun fact. So now Renee, Renee, Renee Renee's get, get him on the show. Yeah, Renee. Or get the girlfriend. Come on, Renee. Rage you. Or, yeah, the girlfriend. I mean, well, if we got access to the girlfriend, surely we can get a hold of Squidward. We Come on, get Renee. Get the girl. We take her. <laughs> what? We take her. And then now Squidward has to use a particular set of skills. <laughs> 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 Quickly, turn off the light. <laughs> He's right behind you. <laughs>
Any last words? <laughs> yes. Oh, yo, boo. Oh, yo, boo. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think another one for me, too, is that the first film where he's climbing the He's climbing the cliff and he comes upon the bird nest and he's like, hungry fella. <laughs> what a what a niche amount of programming we're currently doing. <laughs> oh. I, if I you, feel like we could do an entire episode on those two movies. <laughs> if you saw if you saw Ace Ventura, well here's the sequel that people kind of were divided on. <laughs> yeah. But it's not the third sequel where they brought in a fat kid. What is up with stories doing that? Home Alone, Ace Ventura, stop bringing in chubby little kids to be funny. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Fucking tired of it. Don't. Rage you nerds, Renee, Albuterol Man, everyone else that stopped by, uh, we appreciate y'all. Have a good night. We'll be back next Friday. And also on Monday, we'll be back with... M- nerds they'll be nerds i don't know which nerds but some nerds will be there and uh, maybe possibly so i hear a sports oh yeah and a sports stream on tuesday sports ball tuesday man we're sports. becoming a we're becoming a whole espn of characters over here this is rage you nerds incorporated i know we're gonna have to llc this some bitch uh but yeah <laughs> go out there um find all the love that you need but we just want to leave you with this parting gift like a bat out of hell we'll be gone before the morning comes. All right, Raging Nerds, see y'all later. Oh, we still don't have an ending, though. We don't have like, an ah, ending. Damn it. Song. I keep wanting to do that, but I just keep. It's just squid for. It's just squid for Latin. Quickly, turn off the stream. Hurry up before they notice. <laughs> Turn it off. End the stream. I'm behind the couch. End the stream. <laughs> Shakaka. Okay, that's the end. <laughs> Throw your dog the invisible bone.